Hello, my name is Erica Lorenz, and I am honored to be your host for another season of the Adoptee Voyages podcast. Adoptee Voyages serves and supports transracial adoptees with healing conversations that inform and encourage our listeners through the power of shared experience. This season, all episodes focus on adoptees who have decided to explore their first culture. Each Wednesday brings a new story and journey, so find a comfy seat and settle in as we hear this Adoptee's Voyage. Hello, Adoptee Voyages listeners. It's Erica. Welcome back to season two. I am so excited. I have a Peruvian adoptee. Her name is Joanna Jackson, and she is joining me all the way from the East Coast. She is adopted from Peru. Like I said, she grew up in Maryland. She's currently in the process of getting her master's in social work and plans on getting her doctorate in social work in order to focus on adoption, the trauma, and working with adolescents. She's also a mom of a 12-year-old son. So I am very excited to have her on the podcast today. Joanna, do you want to say hello to all the listeners? Yeah. Hi. Thank you so much, you know, for having me here. I'm so excited to share my story. And, you know, this is also like a form of therapy for me. So I always enjoy, you know, giving my personal intake and also, you know, listening to future adoptees as well. So thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, of course. I'm glad we could find time and get you on the podcast. One of the things that we're going to talk about this season a lot is culture. And in regards to us talking before recording, we kind of figured out that for you, there have been some challenges, either integrating your first culture into your life, but also just understanding your first culture. So uh, this episode is going to be about how we talk about those challenges that we face when we embrace our first culture. So Joanna, why don't you give listeners a little background? Can you give us some insight on what it was like growing up, what kind of culture and community you were raised in? Yeah, so um, first off, you know, this is, I have a open adoption and I am in communication today um, with my birth family on my mother's side. And growing up, I grew up in the, I guess what you would consider a pretty diverse neighborhood with my mom mm-hmm. and my younger sister, who is also as well adopted from Peru. But also there was, you know, this was the suburbs. This was very, you know, there's a lot of whiteness yeah. around. But my mom, I really do believe, did her best with, you know, trying to incorporate our Peruvian culture yeah. in our everyday life. I think she did the best that she definitely could, but it was pretty much, you know, and I didn't really begin to start noticing things Mm. as until I was obviously, I think a teenager, um, I believe. Yeah. Um, when you say as, as good as my mom could, what kind of resources or opportunities were there to integrate your Peruvian culture into your life growing up? Yeah, so definitely it was, you know, I had the privilege, my sister and I both, of returning back to Peru several times. Uh, The last time that I had been back to Peru was in, I believe, 2016. And so, you know, the visits to Peru were definitely, I was familiar with. Um, We also had the typical festivities that we attended um, around the Independence Day in Peru. Um, 
anything that had to do with cooking, listening to the music in the house. There was a lot of artwork in our home. I, you cool. know, everywhere I looked, that was just, it was Peru. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And yeah, and then also, you know, surrounding ourselves with other adoptees who were from Peru as well, too. So this was specifically groups um, that my mom had connected with over time. And that's what I mean, you know, the, be the best that she could, because I don't think that this information was shared with her mm. um, or given to her or the, the correct resources were really provided to her during this time. So she literally just you know, this is the stuff that she created on her own. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, for some families and some adoptees growing up, parents just overlook their entire culture and try to keep it out of mind, out of sight. So the fact that your mom was willing to literally have it on your walls, um, going through your stereo systems back then, not iPod stereo systems, and then um, inviting you to interact with other adoptees or Peruvians is huge. So that's really, really cool. Um, you made a quick comment. You were able to go back to Peru in 2016. And in that time, I guess, was that something you desired or was that something your mom invited you on? Some adoptee stories, it's, I really want to understand my culture and reconnect with my, my country um, and other adoptee stories, it might be like, hey, my mom or parents are encouraging me to go on this trip. So for you, what was your experience like? When I think about it more, you know, when you specifically asked that, I think it was very much encouraged by my mm. mom. Um, yeah. It was something that she was, she still is very big on, on making a connection with my culture and reminding me that I'm Peruvian. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely this past, you know, that last trip in 2016. I, I say I was privileged because it was an opportunity that not a lot of people can really take, you know, first off, it's expensive to go over there. It's the yeah. time to travel to go there. Yeah. Um, so when she presented it to me, I was like, you know, why not? But I also, at the same time, I very much wanted to go back as a young adult and mm. experience it because it's a totally different experience when you're a young adult compared to when you were in middle school and elementary yeah. school. Yeah. Um, but it, it was always encouraged when you, when I, when you specifically asked it, it was something yeah. at the top of her list. Yeah. Do you think for you, that was because it was somewhat integrated in your life? And so really diving deep into connecting with your first culture wasn't necessarily like an interest or priority for you, or do you know why the interest maybe wasn't as high on your radar for you growing up? So, I mean, as I think by definition, you know, for a lot of us adoptees, we lose our first birth culture. Yeah. Um, and when I think about it more and dive really deep in, I think that I didn't have too much of an interest. And I, when I think of that, it's because my first thought is shame. Hmm. Um, a lot of the sh shame came in because I didn't understand or really think that like I fit in anywhere. It was kind of an in-between. Mm. Yeah. So because of this, this, I feel like the shame and it still does today too. Um, it overpowers a lot of this, uh, want and desire that a lot of adoptees do have yeah. trying to connect with their culture. So it's not on my, personally for me, yeah. Yeah. it's not on my radar. It's not mm. something that I jump to. 
but I do have a curiosity as well. And yeah. I, I do, you know, have feelings and definitely would love to connect uh, with my roots, but it's also really scary. So, and, you know, for anybody, I think when they're scared of something to try something new for, it's not something, it's hard, harder to be open. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's what it was for me. It's um, definitely, it takes a lot for me yeah. to do that. So yeah, it's just not the first thing that pops into my head. Yeah, no, I really appreciate your honesty with that because I think other adoptees can definitely relate with that. Um, I think for me, I, I get where that in between of like, I don't fit in. So what should I do those kind of feelings? So I just appreciate you voicing that truth. Moving on, you know, you mentioned you went to Peru, you have an open adoption was in, was 2016 the first time you went to Peru or did you go as like earlier than that? So I went a lot earlier than that. Oh, okay. I, I believe 2016 was the most recent, but before gotcha. that, I've been there at least four. Oh, wow. Before. Okay. So I've been there and each trip was, you know, with the typical uh, group of families, other families um, mm. of children who were adopted from Peru Yeah. Um, and exploring, doing many of the tourist things. And along with that, also making time to visit with my birth family on my mother's side. Yeah. Wow. It's really cool that you had the opportunity to go to Peru quite a few times. When you went to Peru the first time, what your initial response or emotions were surrounding your first culture? Ever, I definitely remember feeling like an outsider. Mm. Um, I didn't feel back then enough for my community. Mm. And um, I, I actually, you know, when I think about it, like I vividly remember it just sticking out like you know like uh, it was just you you were you could just tell that I was from the states my mm. sister was there and being I believe I was like maybe eight or seven I was just you know it wasn't on my mind but I definitely could feel a shift mm. uh, the, by the looks that I received with the people who I, I was with the way that I was talking the way that I was dressed Hmm. And, and that really like made me, it, it made me, you know, I was like, why am I, why are you, why is everybody looking at me like this? Yeah. I, I feel like I look like you and maybe yeah. I'm dressed differently, but like, this is supposed to be home. Hmm. Um, so I felt as though it wasn't very welcoming um, yeah. when I first went, but I was very young too. So I, it didn't really bother me too much then, Yeah, but I definitely remember walking around and having these weird feelings now that I can actually put to words as an adult, you know? Mm, yeah, no, that's really interesting. I think there can be a range of emotions that adoptees anticipate when going back to their birth culture or birth country. And some of it might be this like wide open arms and acceptance. I know that's kind of what I anticipated. Um, but I, I definitely resonate now that you put words to it, like this feeling of, okay, I still don't quite belong. Why do I still feel different when I'm supposed to be in the place where I'm from? Exactly. And I think that's huge. And I, I, I think that's something that people who aren't adopted maybe don't anticipate for adoptees when we go back. So yeah, that's very interesting. Do you think over time that shifted? Like each time you went back, you maybe felt more accepted or has it still been 
I'm, I'm different and I don't quite fit in. For me personally, it's always been, I'm different. I don't quite fit in with the community that I was raised in and then yeah. the community that I was born in. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's just something that I have to kind of handle on my own, even as mm. an adult today and as a parent too. Yeah. Um, so I've never, it's like an in-between feeling. Um, yeah. You're not really towards this end and not towards that end. But that's why I, I truly believe too, that like, you know, it, it's also up to me to create my own community. Mm. Um, what does that look like for me? Um, yeah. Just because of the uniqueness of my adoption and where I am today and how everything kind of felt, you know, fell into place in the way that it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's two things I want to pull from that. The first you did mention you are a parent. I did introduce you as a parent. You have a 12 year old son as you're raising him. What are some ways you're incorporating your first culture or introducing him to being a Peruvian? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, at 12, this is where middle school starts and this is where we're trying to find ourselves as a person in in general. So he's starting to go through a lot of these feelings with questions on where I'm from and understanding my adoption, understanding that his grandmother does not look anything like me or does not look like him. Uh, He looks more like his aunt, my sister. And, you know, I try my best to explain to him, showing him things of, you know, what the Peruvian culture is, what their native language is, introducing new foods. Mind you, my child is pretty picky at foods. Um, (laughs) And then taking him also to festivities that that really um, have a big showing of the Peruvian culture in general or South America. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. And I probably, you know, sometimes I feel bad as a parent that I'm not on top of it as much as I probably could be. But at the same time, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. So how am I supposed to show this little human being something that I'm still to this day, not even sure about myself? Um, and that's something that I have to kind of work through on my own, mm. but also really being kind to myself about it because it's just my unique experience. This is my own adoption yeah. story and this is where I am. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent respect that and commend you for just recognizing that and voicing it. I'm not a parent. I hope to be one day, but I have witnessed and heard from other people's experiences raising kids. Like you're also learning a lot about yourself on the way. And so I think adding the layer of being an adoptee makes it not maybe more complicated, but it's definitely another layer added on. And so, yeah, I I commend you for having that interest and still wanting to introduce your son to a culture that you're still not entirely sure about. Um, and, and that's gotta be hard. I mean, there's gotta be good days and bad days with that, but, um, just recognizing like, Hey, this is a learning process for myself as well as huge. So yeah, just know that I, I very much respect that. Yeah. As we wrap up, I guess throughout this entire conversation, we've heard there's, a feeling of not belonging, which I think a lot of adoptees resonate with. Mm -hmm. And there's yet this, this piece of curiosity 
of, okay, this is my first culture. I want to know more. I'm not exactly sure how to know more, but I want to pass that down to my son and, and a mix of emotions. And, and I think that really just speaks to the fact that being an adoptee, right. There's always going to be those feelings of maybe I don't fit in, but I think there's also a layer of when we connect with our first culture, it's not like a fairy tale romanticized happily ever after story for the majority of adoptees, I would say. I think there's a lot of processing. There's a lot of thought. There's a lot of questions and curiosity and we can call it and label it as challenges, but I think it's just kind of the, as weird as it sounds, like the natural ebb and flow of introducing ourselves to our first culture. And it might take a lifetime of those ebbs and flows. Some people might have it in a shorter season, but I appreciate in your story that you're very open and honest with like, yeah, I'm, I'm going through that ebb and flow still um, as a mother, as an adoptee, as someone who wants to pursue and study adoption more. So I just really want to thank you for that. Um, but for the final question, I know that was a long, a long <laughs> talk. I was wondering if you had any like advice or tips um, for other adoptees who might feel like overwhelmed or frustrated or concerned about embracing their first culture or visiting their birth country. Yeah, so I think that as far as any tips or advice, I, I just want to you know remind. I, myself and, you know, share with others that when we have to acknowledge and understand that I think a lot of this, the culture and identity, and also anything that, you know, just the adoption itself, it's, we have to acknowledge the grief and loss that's associated yeah. with everything. And I think that with adoption, the way that it manifests in each individual and each different, you know, each person, each adoptee um, can be totally different. Yeah. Um, So like you and I have completely different stories, completely different feelings, everything like that. But yes, it can be overwhelming and it can be frustrating. It can be extremely triggering as well. Yeah. Um, But I also, I guess, going back to that, you know, specific, any advice and tips is just reminding yourself, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Um, and remember that it's okay to not really know to, yep. um, yeah. and not have an actual answer. And that right there is completely normal, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, and I think that, um, yeah, my biggest advice is just throughout this journey, if this is a journey that some, you know, other adoptees are going through and anything similar that, you know, kind of, I guess, resonates with any other adoptees is just being kind to yourself and yep. allowing yourself to feel these things because we're the ones that are experiencing it. And it's everybody's journey is different. It's not going to be the exact same thing. Um, yeah. And that's something that I try to remind myself every day. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just being kind. Cause I think yeah. that's, you know, the least that we can do. Yeah. This. Yeah. No, I really appreciate those words. I think the other thing that comes to mind is taking it day by day. And there could be days that you're like, yeah, I want to, I'm curious. I want to learn more. And there could be days you're like, I want nothing to do with it. Um, and those days might turn into seasons and that's also completely okay. So there's never a right or wrong way of how adoptees approach this, 
if it's something they're interested in, great. If it's not, that's also great. It's their story. They get to dictate it. And, and that's kind of the hope. So yeah, well, Joanna, I just really appreciate all the words you gave the listeners, gave me sharing a little bit about your story. And I think it's going to touch a lot of people. So thank you so much. And I'm excited that everyone gets to listen to this. Yeah. Thank, and thank you again for having me here. It's always so nice to just meet another adoptee and, you know, welcoming you into my community too. I think that's yeah. awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on the Adoptee Voyages podcast. To continue supporting this resource for transracial adoptees, please consider making a financial donation at adopteevoyages.org. Stay connected by following Adoptee Voyages on Instagram and Facebook. And finally, join me next week for another Adoptee Voyages episode.